0: Hello, my name is Daniel from La Masita, and today we have...
1: Nathan Kariannis, Careful Giants.
0: Yeah, so a little bit about Careful Giants. It is a bedroom-composed music, self-proclaimed sound artist, employing nerd machines, samplers, (laughs) and a laptop. This 21st century nomadic mystic mixes found sound collage with psycho-spiritual humanes that sit on top of the bed of experimental beats, sleep. In rhythm traditions from around the world, what inspired you to become Careful Giants?
1: I uh, have always made music, I guess. Um, this is more of like an electronic thing, uh, which I am not normally steeped. I play mostly guitar, um, but I've like yeah, I've acquired some samplers and um, some machines, and I decided. I wanted to make music by myself. And yeah, that's that's why this started.
0: So before, before Careful Giants, um, were you part of any other projects?
1: Yeah. I'm in this band called uh, Dos Santos, which is a band based out of Chicago. I play guitar and sing in the band for the last four years.
0: I have a little question about um, Careful Giants. On the name, there's parts of it where they're capital. Do you are there any reasons why R and ant are capital and the other words are just lowercase? Yeah. So why did you decide to make those like lowercase and uppercase? Is it like kind of like um, careful giants are ants in that sign kind of way
1: or a little bit? I think I just like the way that it looked more so than I, I, I always like to extract things out of sort of more mundane things and I you know thought that careful giants sort of resembles something to me but uh I wanted to bring something out of it and so yeah as a look I thought it would be cool to put like you know frame R and then ants yeah
0: all right this honestly like it kind of sounded like you're trying to like do like a little thing like careful giants are ants you know like yeah small they're big but they're like small inside you know
1: so yeah it's a bit of a play on words play on words or more just like a dichotomy or something that is uh you know if there's giants if you can read giants in the name and if you sort of see the perspective of an ant as being a giant that would be kind of interesting i don't know maybe that's that's kind of what i'm talking about
0: for since you have all these samplers and you use laptops and you employ some uh <laughs> nerd machines what <laughs> is the process of making some of the music
1: well for a long time i just uh kind of accumulated sounds which w- it was sort of like a new a new thing for me i was listening to bjork talk about or bjork talk about her music and about how she kind of moved into electronic music by way of accumulating sounds and that sounded like really interesting to me so i started to do that and that was like through this um this particular machine called the op1 made by teenage engineering and i got that back in like 2012 and um i just started to yeah accumulate beats accumulate sounds and sample them either on (laughs) On the OP1 itself, which also serves as a sampler, and then also, like, on a computer.
0: So, when making your music, do you think that the listeners out there, do you hope that they have, like, do you hope your music has, like, an impact on the listeners by any chance, or?
1: I hope that it, I guess, gives gives an impression, or an experience, or something that is, like, food for thought. And maybe something that you can like not only listen to but interact with in a as a, as a viewer, as an observer, as a listener. You were
0: born here in Chicago, correct? I was born in Illinois,
1: actually Peoria, but Peoria, yeah.
0: Growing up in Peoria, um, did it impact how you produce music, how you listen to it? Were there any impacts from living in Peoria by any chance, or was it just like oh, you know, I like every kind of music?
1: To go a little bit deeper, Peoria is like where a lot of my family originated i mean to my to my knowledge you know i was born in a in a household where my my father was a musician and my grandfather is a musician my grandmother is a musician and so that was a that's that's always been a very big impact on sort of my musical evolution i suppose yeah
0: other than Illinois, when going around the United States or around the world, have there been any places that impacted you musically or as an individual?
1: Absolutely. I think anytime, like, I, I mean, it's funny you bring that up. I mean, when I, I ride my bike around the city a lot, I try not to drive unless it's really cold, but when I ride, I'll hear different things and I... Tend to want to capture those sounds and use those sounds because they're just sort of things that won't happen very often. And so I try to use that because I feel like it's part of my experience and it's also part of. I, I always want to squeeze that experience into whatever I'm working on. So every once in a while, like if I'm working on a track and I'm like, you know, riding through a neighborhood and there's a church and there's like church bells, I'll quick like grab my phone and sample the the sound of the church bells and, and kind of be like, Oh, I'm going to put this in, in this track that I'm working on. And so, yeah, that's kind of typical with regards to sampling and, and I guess just my experience. But yeah, absolutely. All all music, all sounds. I'm pretty sensitive to sound and uh I tend to always want to know more about what I'm hearing, what I'm listening to. For
0: your album covers, who does the who does the album covers, you know? Who like makes it?
1: Yeah, my uh my brother's a visual artist and he's a uh a graphic artist as well. I always want to try to get him involved in what I'm doing cuz I think he's a He's, he's just like, he's like my best friend in the world. But then uh, also I think he makes pretty good work. And uh, I asked him to sort of do some more interpretive kind of graphic design for uh, some music that I made. And he's always down, it's, it's really nice. So
0: speaking about being um, the album covers being interpretive, do they have any meaning by any chance?
1: I mean, there's. uh, I mean, what, what part, what kind of? uh,
0: Like, do like in general, like if they have any meaning to, the viewers, or if, um, your brother, puts any meaning into it by any chance, or, if you have
1: meaning to it. I think it was. Yeah, it was sort of his decision to kind of mix. I guess like the, the. There's like a couple different visual things going on there where there's like some organic thing in the background that looks like a tree and then there's also like a newly constructed kind of building that's being superimposed over the top of the tree and then also other kind of like digital looking pixelated things which I think definitely informs the music a little bit when he showed it to me. I was super thrilled. I mean, you know, it was it was really. I I yeah I like that imagery.
0: So, for your samplers, do you just go by random? Like, say for example, like speaking, with your bike, do you just like to ride around the city, seeing what kind of sounds you can grab, or is there like a way you want to go for the samplers? Like, do you know what kind of music you want to make? and just try to pick and choose from there? Or do you just go and explore?
1: Typically, it's of the moment. Usually, I'm usually not like consciously like, oh, this would go perfect with this. Um, It ends up being a bit of a, some type of energetic, tangential kind of feeling that, um, you know, this song just kind of needs something. It needs some type of atmosphere. It needs some type of uh, bed. To lay on, or yeah, some something in the air. You know, I think electronic music, from my experience, uh, everything's really tight. Everything like a lot of air is missing, and so I like the sound of air, and it makes it more natural. And so yeah, when like grabbing whatever, like those bells I was talking about, like that was something I just felt like. Well, this is gonna give room for something you know or i was just like oh i love this sound a lot of times like I'll just, you never
0: know if you're gonna like use it in the future or
1: I, I never know sometimes like i've i've uh been speaking with someone and they'll say something like really profound you know and i'll be like wait can you say that again <laughs> you know and, uh, and i'll try to like get that part of the conversation uh recorded to sometimes to like yeah it doesn't work but it's kind of like a
0: miniature library just in case like you can like you know like ah let's see let's see oh here it is you know
1: yeah i i like um archiving and and documentation and that type of thing
0: on your bio you said that you have you employ you employ nerd machines what (laughs) what does that technically mean
1: (laughs) i feel like it's a slightly newer term there's a lot of (laughs) there's a lot of machines i think that have evolved over the last like 20 years um i mean electronic music is has always been about machines and new gear and and that type of thing and so yeah the the nerd nerd machines there's this great place actually in um i think it must be like lincoln lincoln square or something uh it's like I'm plugging right now for this place, but it's called the Nerd Audio uh, Store, and it's uh, like Belmont and Lincoln, and they have, you know, like some synthesizers, some um, and some beat machines, and then they also have a lot of uh, sort of Eurorack machines. Which
0: so is that kind of like your like one stop store? Like if you need like a certain thing for the new music you're about to make,
1: it's sort of like a a, a place where I go and dream about if i had a lot of money i'd go in there and i'd i'd buy the whole store and then i'd and then i'd be lost forever cuz there's so many things you can do with just one one thing one machine i think you can you can really get lost and I, I have i've gotten lost in the OP1 and and then also the SP404 that i use and i use those as sort of like a bouncing mechanism to kind of texture sounds and mix sounds together and but yeah nerd nerd machines i don't know why that's (laughs) like an accepted uh, like
0: you you ever had like what was the (laughs) most like um what was the most like things you took in out of there like for just for like a little time out
1: you know um from the the store
0: yeah from the store like how much like how many items have you like borrowed from
1: <laughs> you know I haven't borrowed anything I've, bu- I've only bought some things uh, some chords um, I bought a, a new audio interface from them which is something that you need to make music from it's it's sort of like something that you plug into to that goes into your computer so that you can capture sounds mm. um Soon I will go there to buy um, a keyboard, more or less like a controller, almost like a MIDI controller. But I have uh, I have a new machine that's uh, made by teenage engineering nearing called the OPZ. And the OPZ is uh, this, um, it's a multimedia sequencer is what they call it. And it's a fantastic little machine. The, the buttons or whatever, you need to play are very very small and my fingers are not that big by any stretch of imagination but it would be nice to have a keyboard that i can have like physically play so i'm gonna buy a keyboard i'm gonna buy a controller that i can use the OPZ. and then you can
0: start using like more little sounds and whatnot
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah i haven't really discovered the opz as much as i want to but that'll that'll take a number of years i'm sure to kind of really yeah, extract more things and make more sounds.
0: What's your favorite type of music, you know? Mm. Like hip-hop, R&B, just little country rock?
1: <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. My favorite music is always kind of changing.
0: No, it's, a, it's okay. I always have, like, <laughs> a... a yeah. you, you know, everyone yeah. has
1: to have a little bit of everything. Sure. Plus, I, I guess, like, the, the aspect of genre is always kind of a hard thing for me to acknowledge. I don't really enjoy that as much as I do, like just enjoying something that has no genre or is presented as, hey, this is a new artist that I just discovered, or someone, you know, has recommendations. I take recommendations all the time. I feel like I don't seek out as many m- musics or artists that often. And then someone will be like, man, I think you'd really like this. There is an artist that has really kind of shaped some of the music that i make and maybe some of the music that i really try to seek out a little bit more is uh, this band called broadcast and this was a band that uh, maybe had its time like in the early 2000s they're on warp records and uh, it was a female vocalist
0: would you say that's your favorite band
1: yeah i mean one of there i i really like a lot of a lot of bands but yeah that that band in particular i tend to always like everything that they make so
0: another little 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 small question and i don't know um how you respond to this but have you ever just sat down just like listening to your music in like the morning and just sit down relax with like a cup of coffee you know and would you ever do that
1: to to my music
0: to your yeah to your music would the you just sit down and relax just a cup of coffee in one hand just relaxing it living the life you know
1: <laughs> um i guess i i never have i don't think i've ever um i relax more to like some ambient music or you know in the mornings, I typically like to start kind of slow, and I feel like my music doesn't isn't very slow, although I've made some music that is of the ambient nature i don't I don't typically listen to a lot of that but other other people's music i do i i love like some like classical music in the morning, like some w c or some Chopin some piano. You know, I like I like listening to the piano, and it tends to like wire my brain a little bit differently in the morning than. Yeah, like
0: I, I I understand yeah. what you mean. Like sometimes, like you know, sometimes you gotta wake up with like a little jam of yours, and it's like that's how you can start your day. But other than that, you know, it's like depending on how your day goes, you need like a little something to lift your spirits up. But other than that, do you think you would do it at night as well, or only in the morning?
1: I probably yeah I would I would be more susceptible to listening to the you're talking about the music that I make right?
0: yeah the music that you make yeah
1: I'd be a lot more susceptible to listen to the music that I make at night more so than than in the morning yeah
0: with or without coffee <laughs>
1: <laughs> I reserve coffee for the morning
0: so more tea yeah
1: yeah maybe tea yeah
0: a healthy option
1: <laughs> very much so yeah
0: well. Thank you. This was very informative. And now I know to drink tea at night instead of coffee. <laughs> well, thank you for coming once again. Do you have um, any social media that we can go follow you in by any chance? or?
1: Yeah, my sort of personal social media, on I'm mostly on Instagram, not really on Facebook, but I am on Facebook. You can look me up. It's Nathan Carayanis.com on facebook and then also uh, Nader echoes and the number eight r and echoes on instagram and i do a lot more stories i did some stories earlier when we were setting up and i was getting a view of all the cool things here
0: and it's pretty cool uh, over here you know <laughs> super
1: cool yeah this is a really nice space and y'all are really awesome
0: well, hopefully you enjoyed the interview because I really enjoyed it. This this was a pretty great interview. I'm not going to lie.
1: Thank you for saying that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me and asking some really cool questions.
0: And I hope that you like the interview as well. Hopefully you guys like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we'll be having a mystical show in a bit. Stay tuned. You can never be free of bitterness as As long as you continue continue to to think think unforgiving thoughts. How can you be happy in this this moment moment if you continue to choose to 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 think angry and and resentful thoughts? thoughts. You can never be free of bitterness as long as you continue to think unforgiving thoughts. How can you be happy in this moment if you continue to choose to think angry and
2: resentful thoughts?
1: That's one part in the clouds, the clouds. People, people like, like giant grapes.